When is it the right time to hire your first contractor or employee? The answer is probably right before you really need them. In this episode of Strategize Your Business Online, I share my journey as an entrepreneur from when I was strapped for time to when I became an employer. I'm all in now as a full-time entrepreneur. However, the struggle became very real at the one-year mark. In this episode, I will talk about the mindset shifts I had to go through and how I discovered that hiring my dream team ended up being not such a painful process. If you are thinking about hiring so you can grow your business, you're going to find this episode to be very helpful. You're listening to Strategize Your Business Online, designed for entrepreneurs like yourself who are looking to get more visibility strategically for your business in the online space. I'm Dee Boswell Buck, digital marketing strategist and founder of Boswell Buck Creative. Welcome to Strategize Your Business Online podcast. I am your host and digital marketing strategist, Dee Boswell Buck. My question to you today is, when is it the best time to hire for your business. This podcast episode is a little bit personal to me. I am three and a half years all in as an entrepreneur, and I am so thankful for the team that I have working with me. But it was not an easy journey. So I'm three and a half years in as an entrepreneur, but I would have to say that in year one, I realized that I am so busy And I am so thankful to be busy, but I kind of felt like I was drowning. So back to my question, where when is it the best time to hire for your business? The best time to hire for your business is before you get incredibly busy. So in my first year as an entrepreneur, I was in building business mode. I'm a digital marketing strategist. And what I do is I help business owners connect with their ideal clients in the online space. And in year one, I would travel to many networking events. I would say on average, I would travel to four to five in-person networking events. And at these networking events, they would be anywhere from two to three hours long. But there is additional time when it comes to preparing for these networking events. There is going out and maybe getting a door prize. There is perhaps the travel time to get to these networking events. And at many of these events, I would have a table. So there was all of that preparation. So a three-hour networking event, if you add up all of the time that it took to get to the networking event and to prepare for the networking event, you could look at an additional three hours. So a networking event actually would be about six hours on average. Now, going out to these events They did help me to get business. However, they also had me pulled away from working on client work. So if I was not working on client work, or if I was not working on marketing my business, which by the way, networking is marketing for your business, But like all other business owners, I have to get on social. I have to make sure that I'm showing up. On Tuesdays, I would always have a tip Tuesday. So if I was always going to these networking events that were averaging about five to six hours, five times per month, 
Well, that would equal about 30 plus hours that I was not working directly in my business. And what ended up happening was that I now had to steal that time away. Where could I get that time back? And what would happen was that my sleep would suffer because if I could get eight hours sleep, well, maybe I could grab some hours from sleep time and work on client work. Or perhaps, you know, if my family was heading out on a family day trip or they were doing something, well, I would have to say that I can't show up for that because I have to work on my business. Well, it all started to catch up. It started to catch up in the ways of my family not being very impressed with me. It ended up where I was beating up on myself that I could not spend time with my family. My self-care, well, I spoke about sleep, but my self-care, I was not going into the gym because I could use that time to work on my business. And it all started to catch up where my family, like I said, they were not happy with me. The extra sleep time that I was using, not extra sleep time, but the sleep time that I was gouging to work on my business, well, I was always tired. And then what began to happen was that I would take that sleep time that I gouged and then I would fall asleep by accident and then beat myself up for falling asleep and not working on my business. What was that? Then to make things worse, enter 2020, the pandemic. So I live in Toronto, Ontario, Canada, and we went through what many places throughout the world went through. We went through lockdown. In fact, my area, Toronto, Ontario, Canada, we are known as being the area or the city that has experienced the most lockdown time. So what did lockdown mean for many businesses? Well, it meant that their brick and mortars were now closed. So they had to step it up when it came to their social media. They were not able to sell from their stores, but they had to get online. So if they had a website, they had to go e-commerce mode. It wasn't good enough to say, this is my website. This is where you could find me. But now they had to look at search engine optimization making sure that the right keywords were on their website, making sure that they had product on their website so that people could buy while their store was closed. And for those business owners where they have their own office space, they couldn't go into the office. So that meant that they could not see their clients. Well, they now had to get it out there online that they were still accessible, but perhaps online via Zoom or by Skype. And for other business owners who were selling online courses or they had online programs, well, they had to step it up when it came to their messaging online. Their posts on social had to be less frivolous and more with a clear message saying that this is what I do. This is the type of business owner that I am. And with clear call to actions on how it is that you could book a call with them. So a lot of these businesses were going through this and that was good for me. So what started to happen was that I had more people reaching out to me and I was getting incredibly busy. But what was also happening was as we went through lockdown, this also meant that my daughter was now at home and she was now doing remote learning. 
Well, getting started with remote learning, that was crazy. And, you know, the family, we were all fighting for Wi-Fi. My husband was working from home as well. And sometimes the Wi-Fi would go down because we were all on it. But everybody was at home, which meant that I even had to be more present for my family because as a digital marketing strategist, I am always in front of a screen, whether it is on my phone, whether it's on a tablet or whether it is on a computer. So when we were all done our work, when we were all done with school, I had to find ways to disconnect as well. I was doing that, but the sleep was still suffering as well as mental health being on lockdown, not being able to head out, not even being able to go to the gym. So I came to a point in 2020 that I had to hire. So what were some of the challenges that I went through? Basically, the mindset. And I'm sure that this is something that you might be going through if you are thinking about hiring your first staff members. First of all, how in the heck is it that you can even go out to look for somebody So what I started doing was, it was very unfortunate, but I would have these scenarios, you know, I would be envisioning. And the scenarios were, A, how is it that I'm going to even put out a job posting? I need to find the time to put out the job posting. And then, oh no, I'm going to have hundreds of thousands of people reaching out to me. Oh my goodness, there goes overwhelm right there. And then I would have to find the time to interview these individuals. I mean, yes, I'll have to go through hundreds of thousands of resumes, but now I'm going to have to find time to interview people and then make that decision. Then once I've made this decision, oh my goodness, where am I going to find the time to train? So I have to onboard, I have to fill out forms, and then what is it that I'm actually going to get somebody to do? I know I need the help, but who in the heck can do what it is that I do? Who is it who's going to be able to have the same care that I have for my clients, right? That went through my mind. And then the biggie, and I don't even know if this was the biggest one, but there was that little bit of having lack, right? Lack being that if I have to pay somebody now, well, then that's going to be less money in my bank account, right? But really, in order for you to grow a business, you cannot do everything on your own. So what did I do? I reached out to an HR company that specifically helps small business owners, and they were so helpful. So this HR company, what they did and what you can do is you can go online and Google HR hiring for small business owners. This HR company, they held my hand. In fact, I'm going to give them a shout out. Their name is Essential HR. So they were awesome. A bit of hand holding. We met one on one online and we talked about what my dream hiring would look like. We talked about the different things that I do in my business. And then they came back and they put together a job description for me. And the job description was for a social media coordinator. And this job description was completely mapped out 
We made some revisions here and there, but they got it done for me. I did not even have to do that. And then they guided me in terms of how it is that I should share this job posting, where it is I can share this job posting. And also they shared with me the right questions to ask and how it is that I should do the job posting, meaning where it is that I should share it. How long should I share it for? They also helped me put together a salary that I would be able to find manageable. Manageable in the way of this is what people get paid in this field, but how many hours are you able to afford D? So for me, I wanted to get started hiring somebody on a part-time basis. So that is step one. So that was seamless. I will admit that I did dilly-dally in terms of putting it out. But once I put it out, it was quick. Did I have hundreds of thousands of people reaching out to me? Absolutely not. (laughs) In fact, it was a little worrisome at first. I think overall, it ended up where there was nobody applying or it was trickling in. And then by the time that the final date of the job posting was up, I had about... 24 applicants, which wasn't bad at all. And then what I did was I went through the resumes. And first of all, anybody who didn't follow the instructions in terms of how it is that they should apply for the job, well, they were an automatic no. So it brought that 24 number down to 12. And then you have to look for the spelling mistakes. And then that brought the that 12 number down to four. And then there were some questions that I had asked and they were not answered correctly. And it brought it down to me speaking with three people on the phone. So it was an in-depth phone interview, about 45 minutes each. And then there was a little bit of a test that they did. And before you know it, I had my new hire. So I just wanted to map out that for you, that you know when you seek the help, to hire somebody and I did seek the help for from an HR company. I did pay a fee for it, but the time that I would have lost and the time that I would have lost working on client work, it was all worth it. Another person that I hired this year was a virtual assistant. And actually I'm kind of going backwards, but I hired the virtual assistant first. And the virtual assistant was really great because a virtual assistant, they can do so many things. Now, it may not be that they are a specialist in certain areas, but where they come in handy is that they can help a lot in terms of the administrative stuff. So I love working on my client work. I love working on my marketing, but yuck, I hate, (laughs) I really do not like going through all of those emails, or I like creating my content, but then when it comes to going to my website, do I need to be the one to do it? Well, I hired a virtual assistant and my virtual assistant became a very important piece of my client onboarding. So I'm going to map this out for you. When I have somebody reaching out to me to book that first call, well, we talk on 
we talk on Zoom right now in the midst of the pandemic or we talk on the phone. It's called my digital deep dive and it's complimentary. And I find out what is it that individual, what is it that business owner is going through? What are their challenges? What is it that they're not so happy about when it comes to their business being online? Well, for me, where my VA came in was that once my client or once this individual would become a client, my VA would help with the onboarding process. So that is a system was mapped out ahead of time with the VA and the VA would send off the contract and then the contract is signed and then the VA would send off my onboarding sheet and then that would be sent back by the client and then the VA would help me to collect a lot of data, which I would go through, and then I would get back onto a call with the client talking about where is it that they are now with their online marketing and where is it that we're going to take them. So that is where my VA helped me. Also, my VA helped me to set up a system because what was happening initially was that when anybody would reach out to me for my services, well, there was a little bit of going back and forth where they would reach out to me via email and then it would be like, okay, how about this time to talk on the phone? No, that doesn't work for me. Okay, how about this time? There's a lot of going back and forth. Well, my VA had an amazing idea and what she did was she set up a calendar. So now what is set up on my website is that when somebody goes to my website, they ask a series of questions. And once they answer these questions, they hit submit and they automatically go to my calendar where they are able to choose a date. And once they choose a date, I have all the information that I need and then I'm able to get on a call with them. Now that was something that I was not able to set up because I did not have the time to do it. So I have my VA. I also have my social media coordinator. And one other person that I did hire this year was somebody for copywriting because I had so many people reaching out to me to up-level their social media or to up-level their online marketing, I needed help in the copywriting department. So for a period of time, I hired a wonderful copywriter and she would help me to create content for my clients so I could stay ahead of the game. So I just wanted to talk to you about some of the things that I went through as a business owner. When is it the best time to hire? Well, I would say, I know earlier I said before you get busy, I'm going to give you some grace and say that as you start getting more busy, that would be a great time to reach out to an HR company as to what steps that you should be prepared for. And I would like to give a shout out to, you know, my podcast editor. I am so happy to have my podcast and it never would have been able to happen because I would not have been able to find, find the time if I did not have my podcast editor, The Ultimate Creative, run by CEO Emily Milling. So what does she do as my podcast editor? 
Well, what her team does is that they edit my podcast. They take out the ums and the ahs. They also create the wonderful show notes for my podcast. So what it is that I do is that I share my podcast on my website. You can also find my podcast on iHeart, on Apple, you name it. But I have my podcast on my website. And what her team does is that they create the show notes. Well, those show notes have amazing keywords. So if somebody is looking for anything having to do with search engine optimization or social media management, well, those show notes have those keywords in there. And when somebody is looking for somebody who can do social media management near them or anyone who can create a website and they're putting in specific keywords in Google, well, these show notes help my website to show up. So I wanted to give that last shout out to somebody who plays a big part in my business. So when is it the best time to hire for your business? I guess you know now, before you get incredibly busy and in order to make more money, the best time to hire your team is now. If you enjoyed this podcast recording, if you went through any of these mindset challenges, then please feel free to give me a shout out. Let me know that you listened to the podcast. You can give me a shout out on Instagram, jump into my DMs at dboswell underscore buck. And I wish you all the best when it comes to hiring your stellar team. Thank you for listening to Strategize Your Business Online. If you found value in what you heard today, please leave us a review and feel free to share this podcast with someone you think who would love it. You just might get a shout out on an upcoming episode. Make sure to subscribe so you automatically get notified when a new episode is released. Do you find the online space challenging when it comes to increasing your brand's visibility? Visit my website and register for my monthly free masterclass or connect with me on Instagram. You can head over to dboswellbuck.com and you'll find all the links that you need right there. It's always my goal to align your business goals strategically with your online presence. We'll see you on the next episode.